<clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You've got your hosts, Pat and Jules here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Or welcome, if you're new. Welcome, welcome back. Um, we Should we like reintroduce ourselves or not, really? Sure. Yeah, you go first. Okay. Tell us everything the world not, needs uh, to know. Just that, you know, we are a married couple. We got married. You know, we do a podcast. We share perspectives on basically any topic you could think of. We're not afraid to talk about weird things. And we have very different views on things. Some, not very different views, I guess. But I feel like we are able to find new perspectives. And that's kind of what makes our podcast different. So, if you're new. That's it. Perfect. Yeah. It's funny. We... It's we could do ever. We should do that like every. It's not if you funny. if you if you play the game every time Pat says it's, it's funny, funny, take a shot. There's your first shot of the episode. <laughs> um, we were recently talking about not like rebranding the podcast, but just how do we kind of put it into a bucket? And we weren't really able to. And we what always say, well, I feel like a lot of the podcasts that people listen to are like super niche or they are like focused on something. And like in our Instagram bio, we just have like life from a couple's perspective. And I kind of like that. I feel like we talk about life. We talk about everything that kind of that entails. And we talk about it a lot of times from like our perspective as a couple. Sometimes we're aligned on stuff. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes we think of things the same way. Sometimes we don't, Um, which I think is cool. I think think. that just, yeah, I think it makes our podcast different. And that's kind of our niche, I guess you could say. Like we talk about a lot of topics, but it's really just about like how our opinions differ, how we're able to see a lot of different sides. And I feel like that's what I like about it. That's what people like about it, I think, too. Yeah, I think for me, I like it because we don't talk about the same stuff. and. And I, mean, I feel like there's recently, overlap. Like we always do our advice column where it's a lot of like relationship questions or relationship advice. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of overlap and ongoing themes there. I think everything that we talk about kind of ties to relationships in some way or another. Yeah. I think also recently too, we've been deciding to do more like um, topics that not just like topics that maybe people wouldn't normally talk about and we're just not afraid to like have those conversations of yeah yeah topics that are more like taboo i guess you could say yeah just kind of topics that like you want to ask your parents or you want to ask your friends and you're not comfortable asking them so you ask us so yeah yeah if you have if you have any questions you want us to answer yeah just let us know we should just do like a question yeah well i so we recently built out um like kind of our upcoming episodes and one of the ones I put in there I don't know if you saw was like questions you want to ask your parents or questions you want to ask your friends or questions that you're not comfortable but you want to ask us yeah and we'll answer that'll be a good one yeah I thought it would be fun so it's the end of summer end of summer beginning of fall we were walking outside today we went for a walk with Willow which we do like every day take her on our morning walk and we were seeing Halloween decorations and like that just makes me so happy. I don't know what it is. We brought out our like we have probably like two boxes of Halloween stuff that I started collecting when we, you know, first got married. And last year we had an apartment. So we did like decorate and I loved it. I was so excited. And now we're back at the beach house. So we're not like decorating because it's not our house. 
Mm-hmm. But I did bring out our box to kind of put a few things out. We're going to go to Target and Home Goods. You guys know the drill. Like we're going to yeah. get some fall things because that stuff just makes me happy. Yeah, that's because the little because stuff. the two boxes that you said we have just isn't quite enough. No, yet. it's like we don't have candles though. Like we don't have like new fall pumpkin yeah. candles that I'll burn the shit out of. Mm-hmm. We need just like one or two new More things. Stuff. We were home in Pennsylvania, where both of our families are from, and it's just a little different climate there. It's a definitely a different area. Like where we're from, there is more land, more trees, more property, everything. It's Farmville. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of like farm. It's when you think of Pennsylvania, you probably think of Amish farms and lands, farm. yeah. and um, and it was definitely a little chillier there. And the one morning we woke up and we're like, "How basic can we be?" So we went and got pumpkin spice lattes and like a pumpkin coffee thing, and it felt, felt TikTok, pretty basic. You know? But it was, I don't know. I feel like the beginning of what the, does that even mean? It felt basic. I hate that now. I just, I don't, I don't like it. it. I don't Who know cares? what that means, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I'm not going to overthink that one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Halloween is just like one of my favorite holidays. And this year, it's it's funny. It is funny. Yeah. Because I every, bet we're all going to laugh right now. Everybody get ready to chuckle. Because every year, I talk about Halloween's my favorite year. And I can't remember the last time I like actually dressed up and did something. Um, this year we were invited to my brother's girlfriend's sister or something is having a Halloween party. And I was like, wow, I haven't been invited to a Halloween. We just haven't gone out or did a Halloween thing in so many years. So I'm like trying to go all out. It's themed and I'm just getting excited. I'm getting excited. But I get back from a work trip literally the day of the party. So I'm like, am I going to be able to push through? And I'm already like, you know, it's, I'm going to have jet lag. Uh, yeah. But I, I really do want to go and make it fun, so I'm excited about it because I feel like we just never do anything and for a holiday that I love. And yeah. I'm excited that we have like plans, you know? Yeah, you love Halloween. It's your favorite holiday. It's not your favorite year, which is what you just said. But I said my favorite year? Yeah. Um, oh. And well, yeah, for us this be. year, going to a Halloween party I think will be a lot of fun. It's right on the back end of a work trip for you, so hopefully you're you're feeling good and up for it. Um, I think something I'm trying to do recently now is like when we have events, I want to plan things. For example, my birthday is October 15th. October is my favorite month regardless of my birthday. I just love the fall. I love Halloween, and it's my happens to be my, my birthday month, but I'm like trying to plan something for my birthday this year. And I'm just like, I want to say yes to things like that instead of just being like, oh, whatever. Like, it's important. It's fun. Like, I want to have, like, memories from, like, specific events like Halloween, like my birthday, where I'm like, yeah, we actually planned something. And I want to say, like, went all out. It's not like I'm going crazy about it. But I am just like, I want to have an event. I want it to be a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like in the years past, which, you know, we don't really celebrate our birthdays with each other. Right. I mean, like we kind of do same with the holidays. We're not like big on the last few years. We kind of just put it behind us because we are working on other things, which we still are. But I don't want to like overlook things like that because it's like ways to celebrate yourself and each other. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You you love adding stuff onto my plate. Yes. And yeah, I think the, the birthday coming up, Halloween. It's the thing is, it's not about like, I don't want gifts. I just want people together. I want a party Mm -hmm. and not like a crazy rager party. I just want whatever your definition of a party is, you know? Yeah. So I'm excited. October is going to be like, 
an insane busy month, but mm-hmm. it's funny. My and it is funny. See, Julia, everybody, you got to <laughs> no. But I say when it's literally said. when it makes sense. I survive in chaos, and I also hate chaos because of my anxiety. Yeah, like the chaos of like New York City and the chaos of planning sixteen plans in one month for me is like oh my god. That gives me anxiety, but also I somehow thrive in yeah. that setting. Yeah. Yes, you do. You like. Do you think pl- I actually do? <laughs> I know you like to be doing and have a lot of things going. I think sometimes that overfloweth to me a little bit. Yes. And I, then I have to help, you know, deal with and cope with. But I don't. With ha- you don't help with manage. plans necessarily. No, because I don't make plans exactly. like that. I'm not you asking make you to it like because you like signing up for you will make <laughs> you will make plans, things on top of things, plans, and then complain about having to get somewhere or having to do something or oh I have too much luggage. It's like, well then don't pack that much. Like But you're basically saying that I shouldn't make plans and I shouldn't try and like I'm trying to do it so that I feel like I'm doing things. Like one thing that I feel like I'm missing out on is what we talk about all the time is that like we don't live near friends mm-hmm. and i'm like okay well when i have a chance to plan something with friends i'm gonna like make an effort and make more of an effort because it has to be more of an effort for us and i just feel like i know that like one day we're gonna have kids and it's gonna be harder and i'm trying to like take advantage of like the time we have now so yes i think i make it a little bit harder for myself but it's for a good reason i feel like yeah I'm not disagreeing. These are things that we hash out over the podcast that we just don't no, talk not. about in real life. <laughs> this isn't a thing. I'm just saying, yeah, you. I like that you like to plan and do a lot of stuff. I'm not quite that person. I kind of yes. like to be home. And, but that's okay. I yeah. don't ask you to plan. I just ask no. you to like follow along. No. I'm not saying you... I like to do stuff with you, but you sometimes plan a lot. And then it becomes like an overload of stress to you, and that stress gets pushed onto me. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, sometimes. like, for example, we're going to New York this week. Yes. But this is You for have work. a work trip. Yes. And then you added on a friend's trip with it's it. just like a dinner. But okay. But yeah. I'm just saying whatever. Yes. yes and it that went is true. From, and it went from me asking you to take the train up and because I want to be here working and then yeah. you throw the things We compromised, okay? Like, All right, now I, I Didn't I'm, we? I, it sounds like we did. It sounds like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Took some conversations yes, to get it did. us there. Yes, but, it did. And which I'm saying came from an you planned, yeah. you scheduled, you're doing but there was a little bit of like an overload of stress for you with it. I think that then yeah. I had to get involved to yes. ease some of that stress. <laughs> and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I think that when I plan, well, I have to go to New York this week for work. I have like two work things I have to be there for. So I'm going and I'm like, our best friends live there. Let's like at least, you know, do something with them. And mm-hmm. so like I'm, I always am trying to kind of like, what's that saying? Live Kill life two to the birds fullest. with one stone. Is that the right yeah, saying? Yeah. Like I always am trying to do that because I'm like, yeah. if I'm going to be in a situation and I could also do three other things to like, it's just the way my brain works. I don't know yeah. how to explain it. Yeah. Anyway. It's fine. That is what we're doing this week because we, I have a work thing and, you know, Pat's joining for part of it. So mm-hmm. that's that. I don't think we have any other like updates. <sighs> Nothing else in life other than we're just... 
living. <laughs> We're just living, working, walking Willow. Okay. So this is like random, but I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. We always, I feel like I always try to find like one or two topics that we can cover um, because it also just makes the time go better. So the other day we were driving and I was like asking you, I don't, it literally was so random. I just, we were in the car and I always am thinking about random shit. So I was like, let me ask Pat what his feelings are. I think I said like, do you think we are all actually created equally? Mm-hmm. And I just was thinking about it in the car because I was like, are are we, I don't know how it came up. I can't remember like what I was thinking about, but I was just like, it's funny that, <sighs> I can't start doing that now. I was just like, it's interesting that there's a saying like, oh, we're all created equally. I don't know if that's like a religious thing or just a thing that people say that some people believe that we yeah. truly are all created equally. And I was like, and when I think about it, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. we're not. Like, there's just no way that we are. So then yeah. I was asking you about it and I was like, what do you think? And we kind of gotten like a conversation about it and we couldn't really come to like a, a conclusion because I feel like it was hard for us to like say what we really wanted to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't think you can come to a conclusion because there's no right or wrong answer to this question. Yeah. Right? Are people created equally? And yeah, I think like you said, some of it comes from religion, spirituality. Some of it comes from, uh, what is it? The Constitution that says all men are created equal. Men. Yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> Only men. But um, yeah, when you brought up the question, we were driving back from Pennsylvania we were just sitting in the car. We had a two-hour drive, so yeah. we were just chatting. And we didn't disagree with each other, but no. we didn't, like, agree, I guess. And I don't know. You want to say how you feel first? Yeah. I feel like my my first gut feeling is that we are not created equally. And I'm relating it to, like, specific things like, for example – you know, you grow up and people and your parents are like, you can do whatever you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do literally anything in this world. You can do it. And I'm like, it's just not true. Like, yeah. it's just actually not true. And like, I don't mean to be like, don't set your mind on things. Like, I think that is to a certain extent. Yes, you can do whatever you want to do in life. But for example, if I really, really, really wanted to be the fastest woman alive, I could not do that. Yeah. Like physically, I'm not built that way. I mm. could not do that. So even if I put my mind to it, as my, I can try as hard as I want. I'm not created in that same way that somebody who actually, I don't know who it is, but whoever yeah. that is, is capable of doing that. Same with yeah. like, yes, I could be a doctor. It would take me so much more than it would take somebody else. So like yeah. in terms of being equal and like we can all do the same things and we are all given the same opportunity – that's not true to me. Yeah. Yeah. And with how we were talking about it, like with that, I agree with you. I don't think the whole, like, as long as you work at it, you can become it. And like, for me, when I was a kid, every time anybody asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I feel like it was all of my guy friends too. Was, what do you want to be when you grow up? We all wanted to be professional athletes. Some wanted to be football, some baseball, some right. basketball. Those are the options you're given Well, too. yeah, but that was like our life then. So that was what was most important to us. And I don't have any friends that are professional athletes, no matter how. I mean, I have people who are in my life that are professional athletes, but nobody like the group that I grew up with. We all would have said we want to be professional athletes and we all worked really hard. I was I played college football. I had tryouts with NFL teams like all of that. 
no matter how hard I right. worked, I could have never made an NFL team. And there's nothing wrong and, with that as well. It's like more just accepting that like that isn't the case. Like, yeah. And, and with that, there's right there's dna involved is who are your parents right. what genetics. are they genetics how exactly. tall are you like yeah, certain there, things. yeah there's some tangibles to it that i just can't compete with right so julia kind of laid on that and said she doesn't believe that we're all created equal and in that way i guess in that way yeah, yeah. and that that's where her mind went with it i said i do think we're all created equal in the way that we can all we're all given the same at birth, like in a vacuum. We all have the same opportunity to become something great and be happy. So, like, yeah, like you said, somebody who wants to become the fastest um, person in the world, right? Like Usain Bolt. Like, that is him using his God-given, like, genetics right like DNA, knows like that capability he's capable of this tied to his um like work ethic and drive and will to become his highest self so but i think we're all given the same opportunity to become our highest self and how the world measures what your highest self is that is what is different right so like me my highest self looks very different than Usain Bolt as his highest self. Like, I will never be in a public spotlight in that way. Mm -hmm. That being said, my highest self can still be pretty great. Like, it can still be really amazing. Mm -hmm. And in that way, I think Usain Bolt and myself were created equal to be and have the same opportunity to become our highest self. And whatever value the world puts on highest self, like, that doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I guess that is true. I do agree with that. There's, I guess, just like so many perspectives and ways to look at what does it mean to be created equally. And when Mm -hmm. I brought up to you, I was like, I feel like what we're trying to say, or kind of in a different way, but it's like, because somebody would argue like, well, I wasn't given the opportunity, like how I was raised or whatever. Yeah. And so like, of course, then. Yeah. Yes. There's a million different things that go into like actually that coming to fruition, like becoming your highest self. And yeah, that's the environment you're born into, the genetics of who your parents are, the like support system, the, I mean, like the one thing that comes to mind for me is like, like the whole environment of like racism, sociopolitical, like all of that like comes in and plays a part in people becoming their highest self. Yeah. And, but and Martin Luther King has a quote that says, I don't want to butcher the whole quote. The The, the gist of it is, if you become, if you're going to be a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper that ever lived. And yeah, with that, like I can picture somebody who is living their highest life as a street sweeper. And that person is, can be so fulfilled. They can be so happy. They can be like great at what they do and they're never going to be in the spotlight like Usain Bolt. So you're just saying that like what it means to be created equally means that we all have the opportunity to be equally our best self, whatever, but that's at different levels. Yeah. 
for different people. It's it's when I say different levels, like society to me is de- defining what is right. What are those levels? And I don't think those levels really matter, right? Like I guess it's Usain like Usain Bolt is at the like people would put him right at the top because. He was the fastest man in the world, made a lot and of money. Means... But I don't really know if he was happy. Yeah. Right? And if that street sweeper who never, never, you know, maybe was published in his local newspaper, but if he was happy, then like his highest self, then I would argue is higher than Usain Bolt's highest self. So you're saying that the everybody created equally really just means to be your highest self. Yeah. Because that is like, that is, it's a, it's like, I'm trying to find another analogy for it. It's like one a pound of one brick equals a pound of bananas. Like it's the same thing. Yeah. Does that make is that yeah. what, you know? Like yeah, in a, in the sense that like it's just about being your highest self, which means happiness, and happiness can mean different things to different people, but it's still equally the same level of equalness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just trying I mean, to ex- I'm trying yeah. to like get it out and explain it to like what to sum up what you mean in an easier. But I know what you're saying. I, yeah, I mean, I, to me, we're all created equal in the eyes that we're all given opportunity with, like, the basic setup of what our body and mind and soul entails to become our highest self. Yeah. And, what you know, we, we were kind of talking about this the other day, and we were like, well, what about where do, like, disabilities come in where... Right, you're born without yeah. an arm. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's different... Um, but again, like that person still has the ability to become their highest self, their highest person their Yeah. And the same way I can't compete with, um, Usain Bolt on a race, that person can't compete with whoever on, I don't know, some skill, right? Yeah. Like, and, but it's not to say that they're not created equal. They're just created different with a different yeah. like life journey than whoever. I feel like I tried to explain this to you of like picture like some, you want to call it God, whatever, like put all these humans on this planet and they were all the same. They were all like these gray blobs. Mm-hmm. And then society and, you know, genetics and other things started to come into play, which made it different and less equal. But when you're yeah. put on the earth, we are, we were put on as the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm just saying like, that's kind of how I was thinking about it. Just like in the sense that we like don't get to choose where we come from and we don't get to choose what we look like and how we're built and all that stuff. Then like, yeah, we are created in that way. It's not like, yeah. but yeah, I think the social construct and the social norms and pressures and that we put on defining best and highest self and all that, like that's what changes the ultimate measuring of equal when you're right in a vacuum, when we're all put on earth, those gray blobs that you're talking about, like we're all put on earth, like we're all just a gray bob. A gray bob, <laughs> a gray blob, and gray we all bobs. have the same, like twenty four hours in a day. And yeah, I think it's a good case to argue, though, too. Like, I just think it's a good topic that people. I would be interested to hear a lot of different views on it. I guess yeah. I think what we're both saying makes sense, but they're both also kind of different like, yeah. perspectives. So it's just we were just talking about it, and I was like, "This is just so interesting." I think about it a lot. 
And when you talk to other people about it, everybody has like some other thing to bring up about it. And it's just interesting because I think a lot of people would be like, you know, like a lot of people like to get down on like how this happened to them and woe is me and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is valid for certain things. But it's yeah, just a good way to ask yourself or what other people think. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So let us know what you guys think. If we're all equal, we're all just born equally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <clears throat> hmm. um, yeah, so that was just a, a, a question that we were wanting to chat about and wanting to chat about with you guys. So the, the episode idea here for this one, um, I think this was actually one that I came up with. I was thinking about, I don't know exactly, maybe one of my friends who seemingly on paper is undateable. Like, doesn't have the best job, isn't the most best looking person, doesn't understand fashion, doesn't like all of that. And that's kind of how he measures himself. He measures himself against this, um, like standard of a six, five, uh, tan skinned, beautiful, bearded, stylish man. Because of what? Society. Yeah. Because of like social pressures. And that has affected his confidence. And he has no confidence because that's what he compares himself to. Mm-hmm. And I, I, he talks to me a lot about this. And I know Julia knows who I'm talking about. I'm not going to put anybody on blast here. But I always have to remind him and say to my friend, you're right. You're not those things. I'm not those things. But there are other things that you have, that you do, that you are that plenty of people find attractive, Mm -hmm. that plenty of people find sexy, that plenty of people would want to be with you because of these other things. And so then we started kind of like bouncing off that idea, Julia and I did. And we're like, oh, let's try and see if we can have like an episode talking about things that are little things that people find sexy, right? Things that you can do that are not your, you know, your basic image or your, um, your basic image of what the perfect partner is, right? Like, yeah. I, I think actually when I wrote this down, I was like the six five male who's tall, dark, and handsome and looks stylish or the blonde with large boobs. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, because I think those are like the, yeah. the, the images that could get pushed forward when in reality, like, we all have these other things that we're more yeah. attracted to than like that. This is the thing is that it is true that initially we look for what's attractive to our eye. Like mm-hmm. that is a fact. That is true and that's normal and fine and that's good. We're all going to do that. I think when I saw a TikTok, so I'm going to refer to it. Of course. But um, when we're talking about what turns me on in our relationship or what I think is sexy and – it was just this girl and she was talking about like different things and I just wrote down like what I wanted to say but Mm -hmm. basically it's not about what you what you look like Mm -hmm. and I'm talking because we've been in a relationship for a while like obviously I picked you because I was initially I was like wow you're really attractive Mm -hmm. it's about how I'm treated and for example and I know this could be like this is just like things that the TikTok was talking about like what is like why do you think you have good sex other than 
your person being attractive because sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter how attractive you are. And I was, it was just like, it's about how I'm treated. He cleans the dishes. He cooks. He asks me how I'm feeling. There's no guilt when I'm not in the mood. Cleans the kitchen. Listens to me. Validates my feelings and emotions. Takes care of himself. He knows foreplay doesn't start two minutes before sex. Surprises me. Plans date nights. Mm-hmm. All of these like little things that add up into like one big thing that it's yeah. like find somebody who is doing more than just like one making you feel bad maybe all the time but also somebody who's not just like i'm gonna just use my looks because i know that will get me really far because at the end of the day it's like that's actually none nothing on my list that like turns me on or makes me like want to have sex yeah you know yeah 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 definitely i think there's different like for us talking about about each other, it's like, well, we've been to been together for seven years. So like, yeah, we have this understanding that there is physical attraction, mm-hmm. but that's not. But like, that is the it's thing not is, like an everyday thing. It's like, oh, I'm still attracted to you. Let's do it. It's but like, like no, people talk about like looks only go so far. And that's yeah. so true. And you might not realize that in the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. But like as we grow up and as we realize like what is going to like make our relationship last forever and like last so long are all the little things that we both do to each other or just in general that makes us love each other. And like I think I didn't realize this as – you know, being young, but it's like as you get older and as you, if you're with someone for a long time that you really do love, it's because of the little things. Yeah. And I feel like there's just so many and I had you guys write in a bunch that we'll read, um, but they matter and they're so important and I feel like I can't stress how important they are. Because yeah. like I do actually really think about it and I'm like all the things I just listed, I'm like that actually makes you so much more attracted or attractive to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. It's the thing that just came to my mind. It's like, okay, I'm I'm six feet, probably a little bit over, but I'm not six four. Would you rather me be six four and not cook and clean? No, That's not what at I all. Mean. That's exactly <laughs> not at it's all. Like <laughs> the value of being able to like whip up a dinner and clean the dishes, so much more valuable. Exactly, than, and yeah. I'm I'm picturing like past relationships are just things that people that I don't even know that talk about that they don't like in their relationships. And I'm, you know, the one person on the TikTok that I was like, that I found, she was like, he doesn't play video games. And that's not a big deal. You can play video games, of course, and still yeah, be like yeah. this person. But I'm picturing this guy who's lazy and, and he's very good looking and they are so attractive together. And But he doesn't know how to cook and he doesn't yeah. try. He doesn't take care of himself. He doesn't help out in the house he doesn't validate his significant other's feelings all of these little things mm-hmm. and then that it's like that brings him from a 10 to a 2 yeah you know yeah that's yeah. so true yeah yeah it i what just came to my mind was well tonight is the season finale of the bachelor it's over but oh well, when this goes yeah, out true, but yeah true true and um i feel like every episode or every season when it's the bachelor or bachelorette like a guy will get out of the limo to go meet the bachelorette and he'll just be like shirtless, mm-hmm. like six pack abs, mm-hmm. look the part, gorgeous face. Ends and then up like, going home. And then like... walk in to meet the guys and he's like a complete like dud. Yeah. It's like, okay. You're using like, your see... looks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not, yeah. it doesn't go far. Like yeah. if you are good looking and you have all those little things, you're going to go far and yeah. you're going to be wanted. Yeah. But also with the bachelor, just it's like, a lot of them too get a first impression rose mm-hmm. and then they end up going home in like the next few weeks because they're like, oh, you're really good looking, but like you're not what I want. Like you're yeah. not what I'm looking for. And that's just. We're, we're also based like 
Oh, I don't know. it off of a show. Of course. No idea. But it's just we a good... love the heck out of the show. We watch it. We talk about it. And <laughs> We're excited we, to watch. We love that. We're excited to watch. <laughs> and But that was just like an example that I thought people would be able to. All right. So let's read some of these. Okay. Let's read some because you guys, we got a lot for this. And I was really excited. Um, I got to go to my archives. Little things. And we'll just kind of say what we think. Yeah. When men want to eat healthy and work out with you, 100%. Yeah. I mean, these are all going to be things I think we agree with, but yeah. Um, it is hard, I think. At least it would be hard for me. Like, we don't always – we're not always on the same page with what we want to eat. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I really don't want pizza tonight, but I know that you want it. But overall, in our life, we both are, like, actively seeking a healthy lifestyle and and yeah, and we work out. and. It's attractive to me that you – it's more just like you want to take care of yourself and I want to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And that is what is super attractive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the one that you just read said they want to eat healthy and work out with me. Yeah, with you. Yeah. Which I like that we do some of those things separately. Right. I'm taking it more of what I just said. Yeah. And like just yeah, that they we, want we together to... want to have a healthier, active lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think – Actually, this is one of my friends. I don't think that she even means just like together, more just like you both want to do yeah, this as a couple. Yeah, both focused on it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, hmm. This is interesting. Humility towards animals. Mm, What's yeah. humility? Like humility. an understanding, like you treat animals right. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. that is something I would not even think about, but it's like, it's true. Yeah. Like, I feel like there are people out there that are just maybe like meaner to dogs. And I'm like, if you're... If you don't, not that you don't have to like dogs, yeah. but they are, they're important. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I think I'm not somebody who always loved dogs or really animals. No, but you I would think. treat them. I mean. Yeah. I guess it's I, hard I to tell. Be, yeah. Because some people would like be less interested and not like want to go up to them. And maybe mm-hmm. that could be taken as like, oh, you don't like animals, but yeah. I don't know confidence and the ability to communicate you don't need to be outspoken either yeah yeah i that's another one um i like that the ability to like know when you want to talk and control when you want to talk to me is am i good at that or bad no i think you're i think you're actually good at that oh good um win for me well it's funny (laughs) it's not funny (laughs) you're allowed to say it babe it's okay no. Um, <laughs> what? We've met some like of our friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. And we'll like leave and we're like, so what'd you think? And one thing that I don't find attractive or I wouldn't want, at least for me, is somebody who is very talkative. And a lot of people get extra talkative when they're like nervous or trying to like break awkward silence or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's almost, not a turnoff, I guess, but kind of somebody okay. who like knows when they want to talk, when they, they speak up when they want to talk. Um, and what they say is usually of added value, yeah. not just somebody who is talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, my husband is always genuinely happy when his friends are winning. It's this for me. This even goes for when he's just not winning. LOL. It's just a genuine good soul and I love it. And I could definitely say that for you too. It's just like 
it's just a good it's kind of like it's a good deep character trait like you just mm-hmm. know this is a good person kind of like when they just really they don't have to be winning for them to be happy for other people kind of you know yeah so i i agree with that it's these are things too that like you're not learning about someone unless you've been with them for a while which this mm. does not come out in the way they look this has nothing to do with physical being like you yeah. have to learn this about somebody yeah but it doesn't take long to learn that. Like no. you could learn that on the first date and they talk about yeah, totally. how happy they are for their, oh, my, my brother-in-law just did this and that's really yeah, cool. I totally. was happy. Yeah. Like that doesn't take a lot to come out of. Yeah. Some of them are physical, which is fine. Like this one says like nice hands, collarbones, people wrote mm-hmm. arms. Like I think that's good too. And yeah, I'm not just, I'm not, I'm not saying that like physical isn't anything because it's a big part of it. Of course. I think it's just like other little things too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's. you want to read some? There's sure. just like a ton. I'm trying to go through different ones. Yeah. All right. The first two that I just saw, if they're funny and if they have really good manners. Manners was like never something I like seeked. Seeked? Sought out because I just was like, what do you – like when I think of manners, I'm like, oh, you have to know like which fork to use and which knife to use, which I guess isn't it. It's just – it's about, you know, saying please and thank you and like – offering your seed or like things like that that are actually do go a long way too yeah yeah we've talked about that recently even just like simple manners and it's not always yeah like knowing which fork to like i definitely do not know that Mm -hmm. and but yeah being able like being intentional about saying please and thank you being intentional about holding doors if they want you to hold the door great being intentional about like trying to take that extra step to be like i have manners i understand I'm trying to show, like, feelings in that way, um, I think is huge. And- I, have a, I have one. Okay. Um, not taking offense easily, I think. Mm. Um, I like when you are, like, I guess that goes with being confident, but I like that, like, people can say something mean to you or, like, try and hurt your feelings or just, like, or yeah. like something simple as like you try to help somebody on the street and they're like, no, 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 I don't need it. And like that would like to me, I'd be like, oh, like I would get like sensitive about it. But I feel like you would just be like, oh, it's OK. Like, yeah, you know, like I it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like a level of how serious you take yourself. Yeah. And like, yeah, if you get shunned off or shunned away, like, OK, okay. not a big deal. Yeah. And some but some people would be like, well, it's about being able to be like, I don't know what that person's going through. And it's yeah, OK. Like an understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one that I absolutely definitely do not have. <laughs> when a man has really good posture when going to a restaurant. First off, how specific that is is awesome. I love this person. Funny. And I every time we go anywhere, I feel like like sit up. Sit up. <laughs> I am like trying to push your I mean, I have bad posture too, but I understand that. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a little thing. Yeah. This is another one that got written in a bunch. Um, the ability to fix stuff generally handy. It's mm, a good um, one. Yeah, handy men who can fix anything. I do like yeah. that. Yeah, you can't I, have them all. Can't have <laughs> them all. Like I like to try. And yes, fix stuff. exactly. I love I that you like to, to try. It's the effort for me. Yeah. And and I feel like if you that is something you could obviously like learn and mm-hmm. get better at. Which yeah. exactly what you did with cooking. Like you could never, yeah, you just two kinda, years ago you yeah, couldn't if, cook. Yeah. If if we had a house and something was like needing fixing, I would be more prone to try. Yeah, and like Googling and yeah. yeah. But we don't have a house, so <laughs> just gonna start crying. <laughs> um this one is, is interesting. 
when you're nice, the bad guy vibe is not it. And like bad boy, like what do you mean? Yeah, you yeah, mean bad guy like vibe, the bad guy vibe. Mm. And I think a lot of the initial attraction never that for me. and movie is like the bad guy vibe. People like are attracted to that. I, I don't think... know if I could be with somebody like if you had like the ongoing bad girl vibe. I don't know. Well, like, you know what that, that is though? It's, the reason that's in movies is because the bad guy vibe ends up turning into sad guy and something happened to him and now the girl wants to fix him and she fixes him or yeah. like something like that. So it's like the vibe in movies is really just like this guy has trauma yeah, and he's a bad guy because of all the things that have happened in his life. And it's like that's yeah, that happens to some people, but that doesn't mean you need yeah. to be a bad, bad guy, you know? Yeah. Um, This one's really good. It's my husband walks me to my car when I leave before him. He kisses me and waves goodbye. Aww. I don't know why That's that cute. made me just think of Adam Sandler. I feel like Adam Sandler <laughs> in a movie would do that. Um well, that's like little things like when you go to the gym every morning and you'll like kiss me even though I'm sleeping and like even if I don't want it, you'll still do yeah. it. And I still like – I like that you do that. It's like little things that you do ev- like repetitive that are nice. Yeah. Julia's um, dad sent us a picture. They his Julia's mom and dad were just on a little trip. They were – I don't know. Was it a restaurant that had like 40 things oh, yeah, to a happy I have a picture of it. Whatever. And number one was kiss each other good night and good morning. And Julia's parents said, like, we do however many of the things on this list. And I replied with a joke. And and then we actually sat and was like, okay, number one, kiss each other good morning, good night. We don't do that. Number two, whatever it was, <laughs> we don't do that. And A lot of them we did. A lot of them we did. It was I a know, reminder. It was a good it reminder. It was a good reminder. Yeah. Um, Let me see. I'll read some. Yeah. This is another one. There... You guys wrote in so many good ones. I know, I love this. This is another one that is in there a bunch. A guy with a deep, sensual voice. A guy with a deep, calming voice. Um, Yeah. Asking how you are doing. This is like Mm. rare, very, very overlooked, I think. I love this. Like being like, not like, what's up? It's like, how are you? Like, how was your day? Like, how are you feeling? Yeah. Like actually being genuinely interested in the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and like that comes with being a good listener and stuff like that. Picking up something in the store for you because it's your fave. Mm. You do that. I I think I did that for you. I, I saw that one. I didn't read that one. And then I saw another one that was similar that said it was like when he's going to get a f- some food and drink and brings me back something without him without me asking. Mm-hmm. I, think I like that. Yeah. Asking for consent and checking in on your partner's mood before initiating sex. I was going to say something about the consent part. Yes, every you should ask for consent. But were we just were we watching something together? No, I think I was watching. I was telling you about it. It was the affair, the show that I was watching, and they were having this argument. Oh yeah, I think I watched that episode though. You did? Wait, maybe I don't. They were like sitting at a table having this argument about um consent and what it really means to consent versus this is kind of putting the female down a little bit and talking about the men and how they get in trouble because like asking because the guy in the it was a show so bear with me here but the guy in the show was like asking for consent isn't sexy and like at this point in our relationship if you i don't want you to be like can i can i do this like no rip my clothes off and just do it but there's a level of like 
unless I'm saying no, you know, yeah. so it's kind of, yeah. I don't well, know why I'm getting into it. I think this is it. actually just... an important topic yeah. that there is a fine line between, like, we all want to be pursued in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. What does that look like and versus how to make sure that it is consensual? Yeah. And some people get in trouble because they pursue or want to be pursued too aggressively mm-hmm. without ensuring that there's consent. And that what that means, that's different. Like consent for you and I who've been together for seven years is different, but it's still at the end of it needs to be consensual. Yeah. Whereas like if we just met, we're at the bar, like consent needs to be much more clear right. and right. much more direct. And totally like it, it's different, but it's. We could just leave it at that for now. Yeah. It's a good topic, though. It's interesting because I will say that I think a lot of men do probably get in trouble here without like with like not an understanding of why maybe mm-hmm. they are in this situation. Situ- I don't know. Um, if they are as clean and organized as me, <laughs> hey. um, I don't we'll never get to this level, but it's okay. They just have to be, I understand the clean and the organization, like some type of, like, you can't be dirty, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, filling up your empty water glass without asking. Oh, that is nice. I yeah. think little things like that are always nice, like... Filling up their water glass, mm-hmm. clearing their plate for them after eating. Yeah. Like, There's uh, a lot of them that say when they're protective, obviously this has levels, but like this one says, like putting their arm in front of you if they see a car coming, something mm-hmm. you always do, which I think is like almost just a natural thing, but you mm-hmm. always like put your arm in front of me in the car if we're like coming to a close stop. Yeah. And it is like an act of like, oh, he's protecting me. Like that's a sweet thing. Like yeah, you, you would do those things and yeah. like- yeah, definitely. Obviously, I, these are coming more from girls, too. Yeah. So. yeah, we should have asked. <laughs> but they go both ways. I'm just not going to be able to, like, yeah. save you in that situation, probably. <laughs> I'm not sure my arm would save you, either. Hopefully, No, it's the act. Would. It's the act. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton. When he extends his arm around me in public or when we're having a group dinner, puts his knees on, his hand on my knee, etc. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, I love that, too. Yeah, I saw. You know what I don't like that you do? That were PDA. Yeah, PDA depends for me. Yeah. Um. Actually, it depends. I don't like when you are rubbing my back while I'm eating. Hmm. You already know that. You just don't ever like to be touched. That's not true. Okay. All those things I love. All right. Fine. And I've gotten way more touchy. Don't you think? Like I'm not fully like don't touch me. Yeah. I'm definitely not like that. Hmm. Self-discipline. Hmm. The way my fiance puts on a shirt just does it for me. Hmm. <laughs> Hats. Let me do, quote, let me do that for you. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. That means he's or she's paying attention and. Yeah, exactly. Willing to help. Remembering plans. I love that because I feel like I can picture a scenario of a fight it's the girl and she's like i told you we had these plans and he's like no you didn't or like i don't want to go and she you know yeah like remembering that we have plans yesterday morning (laughs) julia and i were getting coffee and as we were like ordering i think the order who we were ordering from was like the manager this other girl walks in like walks behind the counter ready to start her shift and the manager's like oh i didn't think you were on the schedule for today 
And the girl's like, why? And she's, she's like, oh, you told me you were babysitting. She was like, no, I'm not. I'm not babysitting. And then she like starts washing her hands and she like lets out like a big like Yelp scream. She's like, oh my gosh. I she's am like, babysitting. I was supposed to be babysitting two hours ago. I completely forgot. <laughs> she runs out. And then she sprinted out, like dropped her like, like out of wet hands, threw down her apron, ran out. Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh. Hope, I still don't know what yeah, happened. Don't know Next time we go ended, back. Yeah, we're going to have to mm-hmm. ask. Um, this one is, I just found one I wanted to read. Uh, oh, when your partner does chores around the house without you needing to voice it. Important. Without mm. you needing to voice it is the important part of that. Like, yeah, a partnership is both, you know, you both do things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Educated people make me melt. I think that's attractive too. If you're smart. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think a lot of people would probably say that. Okay, let's just do the last few. Um, booking a reservation. I love this. Yeah, the booking the reservation, like planning, scheduling a date without mutually planning it is mm-hmm. nice. You never do that. Mm. We don't have like a ton oh, of places. Here comes the ex- <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I remember telling you this on another podcast episode though. What? Where I was like, honestly, if you were just like, hey, grab your hat. I'm driving us to one of the places nearby. Mm-hmm. We're going for happy hour. Yeah. I feel like I always have to be the one who's like, yeah, let's go out more. to dinner. Let's go to happy hour. Let's go do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. When they ask specific questions about my job, it's my biggest passion. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. I feel like I genuinely try and do that with you. And because we work together, you take it as like I'm like questioning you. But I do yeah. like to like be like, hey, how's this going? Like, what are you feeling about this? Like, I like to do that. Yeah. I don't know if you like it. <laughs> I do. It always depends on how you get asked, how it, you know, what the conversation is, if it and it for us it is kind of skewed because we work together on everything. Mhm. <clears throat> okay, I feel like yeah, I mean a lot of them are kind of similar, you know. <laughs> lips. My boyfriend has the biggest juiciest lips. I'm obsessed. Mm. We need a picture. <laughs> Let's see those. <laughs> Can I see pair. them? Yeah. Oh, someone wrote tall people, but I feel like that's not what we're saying, you know. Well, maybe. no, it's not not it's not attractive. Not. It's yeah, just, a yeah. little. But is it a little thing? Not if they're tall. Yeah. Okay. There's I, a lot, but I, I think the most that anybody like the cooking. Cooking was a huge one that we knew was going to come up. That would be written a lot. Yeah. Cleaning is another huge one. Um, general like taking care of yourself, cooking, cleaning. Like those were definitely the most popular, and a lot of the one that those weren't really the ones we read um, because some of the other ones we read were. Maybe just more unique and not as oftenly written in. Yeah. I think it's important to think about like if you're single and what you're looking for and really think about like the little things that matter like this. Um, Obviously, being attractive to you is important. And that's – I'm never going to say that's not because it 100% is. Yeah. But like these are also like ways like – 
like the working out and taking care of yourself is like a way to continue to be attractive physically. Mm -hmm. So it's like there are little things that make the attractiveness just better in a lot of different ways. And I thought, well, you thought it was a good topic to talk about. Yeah. You guys had great ones to write in. So I remember when I was single, like, oh, this summer I'm going to get a girlfriend. And the way I thought I was going to do it was by going to the gym and getting a six pack. And I think so many people, so many people think at whatever stage or whatever age or whatever, like their way to get, you know, a partner is through like a physical trait, a physical thing. And like, I think by doing this episode and everything that got written in, we're seeing like, no, there's so many other things beyond physical traits that people find attractive. Do you ever um, hear that thing recently that's like, uh, you know, a six-pack abs and this and this is out, but like, and they Mm -hmm. do like quotes like, funny and dad bods are in now. Yeah. Like, part of that is very true. Like, we are looking for a good soul, a humor, and a nice person versus a dud who's six foot five and really beautiful. Yeah. So, um. That's it. That's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the two different topics you talked about. I feel like they were really good ones. I mean, maybe could have done like a whole episode on the other one, but I just wanted us to like talk about the conversation and obviously get your guys' thoughts and send us a DM if you have any other thoughts on it. Um, I would like to like follow up on the podcast about other people's thoughts if anyone has anything like from a different perspective. So go follow our podcast on Instagram. It's love that for you pod. And if you want to leave us a review, that would be amazing. We would love that. Um, And that's it. We love that for you, you guys. And we'll see you next week. See you, everybody. Bye.